imagine like just going full Rocky War. <laughs> My favorite Rocky moment was um, I was it was the year that I was Rocky mm-hmm. and I was on stage, and it was the interaction with Rocky and Janet when he's like, "I've been thinking a lot about," and somebody from the audience yells out, "Cock!" <laughs> And the whole audience just loses their shit. And it's that thing where, like, everybody else is laughing so hard that you can't not laugh. Mm -hmm. And we're waiting for everyone to stop laughing. But she and I both finally, like, break. Right as the audience is dying down laughing, we finally break, which makes the audience start laughing harder again. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're just, like, looking at each other. And finally, everybody's giggles die off. And I looked out at the audience. I'm like, are we done? And then everybody erupts into laughter again, so we had to wait like another 15 seconds to finally continue on with the... <laughs> and that's the most beautiful thing about Rocky Horror. You can just do yes. that. Yeah. Yes. That happened to me, remember, I don't know if you were on stage, but that happened to me during Spam a lot. During the Brave Sir Robin song. Oh, Brave, really? Brave Sir yeah. Robin. You know, yeah. we come out and I stop <laughs> and... Uh, with me me behind you clopping the... No, it wasn't you. It was uh, It was Chris and... Oh, what was his name? Dude with a beard, not Zach, but um, bravely ran away. I think away. he works at he works at Kayak, Amelia Kayak. CJ, CJ. Oh yeah, okay. and CJ was one that was singing CJ the song. CJ owns Kayak, Amelia. And yeah. um, sorry, and so he finishes. You know, it gets to the point where he says penis removed, and I stop the song, and I just stand there for a second, and somebody in the audience had the most ridiculous laugh I'd ever heard. It was like <laughs> <laughs> that busted me up. And then everybody started laughing, and I could not. And CJ has turned and is hiding behind me, and Chris is not, you know, paying any. And I'm just balls out on stage. <laughs> I can't control my. And finally, literally um, balls out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his uh, first name, but his last name was Mayo. Bill Mayo. Bill Mayo. Bill Mayo slapped the shit out of me on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no context. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't get any more. He was the Black Knight, and. Yes. He's the one that his is his next line. He says, "None shall pass." And when he he came out, they went on ahead and had him go out on stage because I could not collect myself. And all of a sudden, I hear, "None shall pass," and I spin around and I literally looked at him and said, "Thank you," and ran off stage. <laughs> so, welcome everybody to Theater Talk with Four Theater Boys. <clears throat> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Don't call me a theater boy, Don. I'm not a theater boy. I'm a Ruben's theater a theater they. Theater they. I'm not a theater they either. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a they who did once theater twice or two times, yeah. maybe once or twice. He's a reformed theater yes. boy. I am. Yes. No. I they attempted to bring me into their cult and I resisted. <laughs> he was a he's a skater boy. I'm still. I said I, see you later, boy. I'm still in that cult. Thank you very much. He's like yeah, actually about to be in a show. Yeah. Actually, I, you know what? I just actually got cast at the Alhambra again. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, I'm in Grumpy Old Men, which, from what I've been told, is shit. <laughs> <laughs> we saw uh, Rock of Ages. You could be a good actor in a shit play, a though. Uh, yeah, that's it's going to be a fun show, regardless. Rock of Ages is pretty good. We saw that a few months ago. Rock Did you really? Oh, I love that. Yeah. But I'm sitting there watching because I'd seen the movie. And I'm sitting there telling my wife, I was like, this is nothing like the movie. No, it's is- the, the actual stage play is completely different from the actual movie. Yeah. One, there's no monkey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only thing that matters, really. Yeah, and then two, the there's a whole scene where Stacy Jacks, the like uh, the rock star yeah. character, um, has like a just straight up consensual sex scene with um, yeah the, uh, Sherry. Sherry, 
yeah. on stage in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and where our version differed, um, they didn't, and it almost seemed like a little rapey. Yeah, you know, Ooh. it was like he was kind of like trying to get into it, but then she was like, "No." But then the scene plays out where they both exit the bathroom, and then the uh, the lead uh, guy who has is like in love with Sherry sees that and is like, "Oh, you know, it's sad." Oh, Sherry! Oh, Sherry! I'm out of love. I'm out of love. With oh, you. Sherry! Yeah. That's where it comes from. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay, I'm just making sure. That's because it's I another did it. what '80s joke. So you know, I didn't know if my age limit. Was... Hold on. But famously, the Alhambra just does not do sex scenes. Yeah, which is funny because a coming up musical they're doing is Ghost the Musical. You know, <laughs> with Patrick Swayze and the Pot, <laughs> the movie with the most sexual tension that has ever existed. So I are you sure? Because I've seen French films. Oh Bro, shit! The first. Scene in the play. I've, I've watched the uh, the version of this on YouTube. Uh, uh, reasons. Um, <laughs> to- totally wasn't bootleg. Uh, anyway, I watched it, and the first two scenes is just straight sex. It's just straight sex between the two lead characters. They just straight up disrobe, and it's just like there's se- like the actual movie sex scene is like playing in the background <laughs> on like and, a monitor. And we thought that doing Spring Awakening was intense. Yeah. Um. So I'm just really excited to see how. They're going to do it at that place, which famously does not do, do sex scenes at all. Behind a curtain. It's, yeah. yeah. It's going to drop the curtain. It's going to be, ah! Yeah. <laughs> just, no, just one. You even did it too much. That was, Alhambra you, won't right. let that much happen. They got to censor the rest of that. You work for them. I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah, say less. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Two Towns Over uh, Campfire Stories. I am Don. I'm, I'm Ruben. I'm Josh. I'm Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. Yes, who has a job at the Alhambra Theater playing... Are you uh, Jack Lemmon or Walter Matthau? I am neither. I am a reverend named Tim. Reverend Tim. (laughs) Reverend Tim in the musical Two Grumpy Old Men. (laughs) You know when you say shit like that out loud, it just doesn't quite have the same vibe to it. I just learned about this casting today. I'm still mulling it over. I'm allowed this. <laughs> you, at least get, you get paid at the Alhambra, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's just that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we have Will, Will actually like clamored to be part of this episode, uh, I guess. I, I specifically, like when we had Mark on for the Vlad the Impaler episode, uh, I said we needed to have Will on as well. And Mark was like, text him right now. And I was like, Will, what kind of urban legends do you like? What do you what do you want to be on? How long did you have to wait before I knew? Approximately <laughs> five seconds. It was later. really that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was really fast. Yeah. Will immediately <laughs> replies in all caps, if you ain't talk about Mothman yet. <laughs> and so Don real that's quick it, wrote the it. script for Mothman. <laughs> yep. The that's... Mothman script was written in the past like five days. Oh my god. <laughs> I I don't know what it is about Mothman. So fascinating. It's the sex appeal. It's, it's the sex appeal. That's actually part of it. Like people like legit <laughs> want to fuck they Mothman, fuck Mothman so bad. Have you seen... I've talked about how badly people want to fuck mythical things before, yes. haven't I? Have you seen the statue of Mothman that's in Point Pleasant, West Virginia? I sure no, have. I haven't, but I'll look it up. Like hardcore like eight pack abs, a hairy chest. <laughs> Ripped. Yeah, he's the cryptid version of Jesus. Yes, like (laughs) 
Jesus is always ripped, no matter what you see him hanging up. But Mothman is just the same. And the craziest thing is, I've never seen a picture of the statue from behind. Apparently, <laughs> he has the tight. You could bounce a roll of quarters off the Slender. Are you saying this man is caked up? Oh yeah. This Are you man? telling me that this Mothman got caked? Yes. For days. Yes. I mean, it oh. is. yeah, that's pretty sexy. I'm not gonna lie. Let's see it. Let's see. Let's see. What a bitch! Why is he so <laughs> he's hot? Golden. He's <laughs> you gold. Forget, he's not just. He's, a, I was thinking he was like gray or something. He's gold. Well, he's actually, a golden god. Actually, <laughs> golden actually, god. He is. He is silver. That is just oh, the, so the, light, sun the light oh, okay. glistening off of his. <laughs> oh, well, that actually, picture looks glorious. Physique. Silver? They made it in silver, but they couldn't keep the gold. Exactly. Off of yes, it's like the the angel tears <laughs> at, the, at viewing Mothman's just formidable abs and ass. Just wow. I would. I oh, would hey, lose. I found a picture of it from behind, Don. There you go. Yeah, look at that ass. Oh, there, I gotta put my glasses on for this. God damn, man, it's got cakes. I love cheeked it. Up. It's so Double symmetrical. Cheeked up. His like wings totally like almost as an arrow point to his chiseled butt. It's so good. That's all. We're just going to talk about the statue the entire episode. Yeah, we're going to sexualize this object, which we can because it's an object. It's, yeah. a, it's a statue. It this is. episode is now titled, Why We Want to Fuck Mothman. Hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, Josh, why do you want to fuck Mothman? Or how much do you want to fuck Mothman? Definitely 11. 11? 11? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Six. I'd be Six. scared that his wings are going to like come off and you get that powdery shit on your hands. That I is mean, like... a legitimate concern yeah. when it comes to fucking moths. Yeah. The powder. Mm-hmm. For yeah. my own, like, for me, like a two, but, like, for the experience, like a 12. You feel me? True. I do. I do feel yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's why it's an 11 for me. I'm not personally sexually attracted to Mothman, but I do want to tell people that I fucked Mothman. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I do think we'd have more patrons if one of us fucked Mothman. It's the same reason mm-hmm. that I would fuck the queen. Ew, I wouldn't God, fuck no. the queen. I would fuck the queen. You just scared tell to people her. that I fucked yeah, the queen. You couldn't get into it when you're constantly like, somebody's going to break a hip. Somebody's going to break a hip. And Imagine it's not if until she breaks your hip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, though. It's the queen. Imagine if you accidentally killed the queen. Oh, God. Like during I'd sex. rather not. The and, woman's such a badass. She even show up to her like platinum ceremony. She was like, nah, fuck y'all. They had a hologram. <laughs> I'm dead serious. In the in the coach as it drove by, there was a hologram of the queen on the window waving at everybody. That's amazing. Yeah. Tupac was with her. Good. <laughs> so on November twelfth, nineteen sixty six, oh, be real. If Tupac was still alive, he would be friends with the Queen. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I just love that you're about to get into it, and then Ruben's like, no. "Wait, wait, wait. Let no. me clear up this Tupac." Shit. I refuse to let this happen. We're never getting to the episode. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> so on December, November twelfth, nineteen sixty six, in Clinton, West Virginia, a group of five grave diggers. Working in a cemetery spotted something strange. Take me home. <laughs> they glanced up from their work as something huge soared over their heads. It was a massive figure with a moving that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. Country roads. <laughs> the grave diggers would later describe this figure as a brown human being. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Ruben, thoughts? He's got his own mic. He's good. No, he needs both these mics. Oh, my God. Oh. It was so big and scary. It was a brown man. 
I love the fact that there's no mention of the wings, though. They said it was soaring. Oh, that's why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's such... like, it was like, it was like, I don't know. It's nothing I've ever seen before, officer. It was like a brown man. That's like, the most <laughs> out of pocket West Virginia shit I ever heard. Oh, too bad he wasn't here for the Beast of Busco. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, they... <laughs> so this was the first reported sighting of what would come. What year did you say this was? Uh, 66. <laughs> This, this, is like, this is like two years ago, man. That isn't even like teen sixty six. This isn't even like in the eighteen hundreds or nothing, huh? Yeah. Wow. So this was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman, an Shit, elusive dog. creature that remains as mysterious as it was on the night that a few frightened witnesses first laid eyes on it. Just three days after the gravedigger's initial report in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary... <laughs> so you see, we were right. He was golden. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, and Mar- uh, Steve and Mary Millette were driving together in Roger Scarberry's car from the quote-unquote TNT area, a decommissioned explosives factory from World War II. Uh, and a little bit about the, the TNT area. For safety reasons, the explosives were stored in bunkers or igloos, uh, strategically scattered across the territory and disguised by a thick layer of earth. The area was more or less territory. I'm sorry. The area was more or less abandoned after the war, converted in part to a wild. You wildlife. mean after the Fire Nation attacked? The Fire Nation? That's not for you. He meant okay. the TNT invasion. <laughs> um, converted in part to a wildlife to a wildlife management area, partly a landfill. Then, by no surprise, it was discovered in the 80s that the land was severely contaminated by explosive byproducts. It was then added to a federal list of hazardous waste sites eligible for cleanup. I always, I I forgot to mention this, I always picture Mothman as uh, the, the kid from the Tick, the Tick sidekick. Yo, yo, yeah. Yeah. Or, I'm, or I'm so like the monarch, but with a bug eyes. Tick. Well... Most of it's weird because the statue is like an anomaly yeah. to what most of the Mothman pictures look like. If you ever right. remember in the Bugs Bunny cartoons, that red monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, big, yeah. Furry... big shaggy yeah, red yeah. Mon- That's what a lot of most people say it looked like. Yeah. Remember the but bit it... where they put a bra on its head and you're like, oh, yeah, it is tits. <laughs> I no. know. No, you don't remember that? No. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Fallout 76 has a handful of depictions of Mothman. Yeah, the I one that it. I like most from like um is like the the vision of like a Mothman who is just a man who who has moth wings and a face. Yeah. Who's like in a trench coat and trilby. You know what <laughs> oh I mean? Oh my god. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hey, can you imagine having to buy a trench coat with cutouts for your wings? No, no, no. He wears the trench coat because it's big enough to cover the wings. Oh. So he can go and get his daily deli sandwich. Like his tailoring bills are just what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so many issues when it comes to, like, cutting out trench coat wings. Um, For instance, uh, so the wings get, it's like, they get bigger at the beginning. Yeah. When you have, like, that's what you have to shove through the hole. Right. So how big does the hole have to be? Pretty big. That's why I'm saying the tailoring bills. Yeah. Like, or you learn to sew, like all movie superheroes. Do you ever take off your shirt? Do you sew it back up? What is it painful if you try to open your wings with your shirt on? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say no because that's what the holes are for. But if the holes aren't, what if what if you're wearing a normal shirt and you need to like wing up real quick? Yeah. What if you need to wing up? Well, why would you be wearing a normal shirt if your wings are like thing you? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, if the wings are extendable or not. Well, that's what I'm Right. Right. So you're saying, like, if you can transform into a winged being, do I need to wear a shirt? <laughs> and I'm going to say again, the answer is, if you want, it probably doesn't matter. Well, you I, wouldn't wear a shirt if you're as ripped as fucking Mothman. I would Obviously never not. wear a shirt if I had well, you would at least wear, like, you could wear, like, a half shirt. I wear a crop top, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wear one of them sure. Sean Austin yeah, yeah. shirts from uh, 51st Dates. Yeah. The mesh crop tops. You know yes. Well, a mesh crop top? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bring back I, the early 90s. I fly mm-hmm. myself straight down to EDC, man. Just like, tss, 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 with that wings. <laughs> That's actually and, and my wings, like. Yeah, my wings would have like dust on them and shit. So it would be like <laughs> like a glittering cloud of multicolored rainbows and shit around me. You know what I'm saying? I always forget about the moth powder shit. It's it's gross, honestly, it's real bad. Sweet yeah. baby Jesus on fire. This is going to be the longest fucking episode. It's going to be like an eight-hour episode. We say that every episode. You're welcome. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not even past the first paragraph. To the place. Just okay. I belong. Okay. West Virginia. You you know that okay. Because I have to go on a tangent now. You know that fucking song? I know I know you, up to I know up to thirty five seconds of the beginning of that song. Do you know that that song is John Denver? No. Yes. So a couple I, of I weeks ago, I told you this when we talked like, about John Denver. I don't Denver. know who John Denver is, and I said Country Roads. You're like, I don't know. I what you know about John Denver, Ruben. About this much, <laughs> Country Roads, <laughs> take me home. Oh God, to the place I belong, West Virginia. And we stop there because and West Virginia it. is where Mothman. We, yes. we stop there because Josh has neighbors. Mountain Mothman. <laughs> Granted, the neighbors are on this wall, which is covered with foam. No, so. they're on that side. Oh, that's which is covered by a hallway. Which is why yeah. I closed the door. But then, gotcha. why wouldn't you put that over there? Uh, He's gonna. I, I've got more. Yeah, it's got more. So. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, only know, I only know that song because okay. of TikTok. Okay, so I don't know that that's John Denver. That's as far as I'm concerned, that's the one that I skip on TikTok. <laughs> so when they noticed the, the, the a white winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car that they were all sitting in. It wasn't just a brown man. <laughs> it was, now it's got white wings. So already the white man has appropriated Mothman from the people of color. That shit got me so fucking hard. I was like not expecting it to just be a brown man. I was like, I was waiting on wings. That's why it took me a second to laugh. Because I was like, a brown man with some wings, a brown man with a moth face, a brown man with weird red eyes. No, no, no. Just a brown man. As an eyewitness, Ruben is very hard right now. <laughs> yeah, the table's leaning. I'm trying to get him to put it down. It's slowly tipping towards. Yes. So eyewitness Roger Scarberry and Steve Millette told the local paper, the Point Pleasant oh, Register, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart. There it is. A wingspan of about 10 feet mm-hmm. and an apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car. That's the opposite of moths. Yeah. It the followed hell? them. It followed them as they drove as they drove out, but it seemed afraid of the car's headlights. I was burning like, a citronella candle the other day, and literally a giant moth flew into the wax and died. Oh my god! <laughs> so much, much like all other cryptids, Mothman just didn't want to be seen. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So, according yeah. to the witnesses, the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, perhaps as fast as one hundred miles per hour. Perhaps, perhaps, just perhaps, maybe. So all of them. You could have said any number there, Don, and I would have believed you. Yeah. You could have said perhaps 1.5 Mach. I would have been like, yeah, okay, sure. 
All of them agreed that the beast was cl- a clumsy runner on the ground, though. They knew this only because... <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not a brown man anymore. <laughs> Okay. They knew that this only because it allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air, then scuttled into a nearby field and disappeared. God, I love the word scuttle. Scuttled is such a good image. It's a legit word they put in there. Thank God. Oh, man, you should have been here for the one where he did the the hometown haints. was so good today. Yeah, Beast of Busco. Because a lot of it was uh, hillbilly Indiana people talking. That's the entirety of Mothman. Well, yeah. yeah, except West Virginia, but just hillbillies talking. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do it. One of the young men narrowed down potential suspects for the creature thusly. It was a bird or something. It was a bird. It definitely it was a wasn't a flying saucer. It's Superman. I love that. That's the, another one of them. The accent you I saw there. something. I just don't know what it was. It was something. I just don't know what. <clears throat> But I tell you what, it was in the sky. That's it, what I got it, for you. The, the turtle. You should see the turtle over on this side. I see the turtle. It's over on this side. Well, it can't be. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the Beast of Busco episode. This will come out quote. Friday. Knowing how absurd this must have sounded to a local paper in a small Appalachian community in the 1960s, Scarberry insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination. No. No, of course not. He assured the paper, if I had seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything. But there were four of us who saw it. Now, at first, reporters were skeptical. In the papers, they called the Mothman a bird and a mysterious creature. However, they did print Mallet's description. It was like a man with wings. The county sheriff is said to have dismissed the creature as a type of heron that he called, and at first I thought this said shit A heron? A heron. We have herons. Like a giant bird. I know. No, I know what a heron is, but (laughs) it doesn't look like a mothman. At all. At all. I I was thinking maybe an eagle carrying some part of a carcass, perhaps. Yeah. Because eagles get big. Yeah. I like Like our first thought was, Josh, do you know what a heron is? Yeah. (laughs) Definitely know what a heron is. The way you said it was like Half of the streets on this island are named heron. Yes, it's true. (laughs) It's true. Very true. I, I drive DoorDash for a living. Like, I know all the streets here. 50% of them are named after birds. Yeah, it's just like every street in Atlanta. The other 50% are peach. trees. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or old racists. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> it's the South. <laughs> so, There's literally a road of, here let's called go back. Christian yeah. to West Virginia. Let's go back to West Virginia. <laughs> so, he said it was a type of heron that he called a shite poke. I thought oh. it said shit poke at first, but shite poke. He meant shit poke. Probably. It probably is shit poke, and they were scared to put the word shit, so they just changed it to shite. Yeah. Shit poke sounds shite. like, like Blame an the old... British for what he said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shit poke sounds like an old slur for gay people. Mm-hmm. And, an, and an article printed by the Gettysburg Did Times. Did you mean a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Will. It, it's a shite poke. Any number... No, it is shit poke. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, make... no, 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 no. I'm wrong. Make up your rabbit-ass mind. We got shit to do. It's shite poke. Okay. Uh, and it's... <laughs> Any number of birds of the heron family. Wait, Ruben, just for, for content, could you play that again into your microphone? How do you pronounce it? Shite poke. Thank you. Shite poke. Shite poke. So, um, in an article printed in the Gettysburg Times that winter, that winter, quotes a Dr. Robert L. Smith, then associate professor of wildlife biology at West Virginia University, 
as saying the creature was most likely a sandhill crane, a bird not typically found in the area, not found in the area, but one whose size at around six feet, wingspan of over seven feet, and circles of reddish, it says flesh, but it's feathers, around the eyes approximate some of the physical descriptions of the would-be Mothman. Mm, I feel like they know what herons look like, though. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Right. Well, they're saying that the Sandhill Crane, though, is not normally in <laughs> in West Virginia. <laughs> Just playing things out of his phone right now. <laughs> Ruben's like, oh, wait, I can make my phone say words. Hold on. I was hoping to get... I was trying to find... It doesn't really matter, guys, but the pronunciation of shite poke made me hopeful that um, there's an episode of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball GT, I guess, where one of the characters' names is Nut, like nuts and bolts. Uh But the way he says it in English is Nut. And I just love it. Like a robot? Mm -hmm. Nut. Phone charger? Laptop charger. Hello, I am Nut. Is that how he says it? No, it's it's literally like a dude just going nut, nut. That's yes. <laughs> I was oh, hoping man. to slip it in, but it it, it didn't work. Oh, out. it slipped in. I mean, oh, it, it did. In. It did really slip easy. in, but like. Yeah. But more and more sightings were reported in the Point Pleasant area over the next year as the legend of the Mothman took shape. Due to the popularity of the Batman TV series at the time, oh, the fictional God. superhero Batman and his Rogues Gallery were prominently featured in the public eye. Mm-hmm. While the villain Killer Moth did not appear on the show, the comic book influence of both both him and Batman is believed by some to have influenced the coinage of the name Mothman. I feel like is this like Adam West Batman era? Yes, yes. I feel like calling something Killer Moth is putting a a bad juju on Mothman. He ain't killed nobody yet. Not yet. He ain't killed nobody yet. Although that's up for debate, and we'll get to that. <laughs> I, I'm given to understand that there's a movie about the prophecies of said Mothman. Yes. Doesn't he warn people about death? That's one of the theories, yes. Uh huh. Okay. We'll get to that. Why? We'll get to that. All right. If you say so. so. <laughs> um, the Getty. You stop interrupting the man. I won't. <laughs> you apparently have not listened to one fucking episode of this show. <laughs> I sure haven't. <laughs> the Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings of the short in a short span uh, of three days after the first claims. This include two volunteer firefighters who said that they saw a very large bird with large red eyes. On November 14th at about 10.30 p.m., contractor Merle Partridge was watching television at his home in Salem, West Virginia. Merle Partridge remembers. Another bird, huh? Yes. When suddenly, <laughs> it seems like bird gang is against moths. <laughs> when suddenly the TV blew out. A fine herringbone pattern had appeared on the television, and it made a loud, high-pitched sound increasing in pitch like a generator winding up. His dog, a German shepherd named Bandit, because of course, was on the porch and began howling towards the hay barn. Bandit was acting strange as if he saw something. Might have been that high-pitched noise. Out there by the hay barn. Yep. Partridge Mm. walked out onto the porch and saw red circular intermittent lights that were moving around and rotating in the distance. He said that when he aimed a flashlight at him, the lights reflected like bicycle reflectors. His dog ran off toward the field and never returned. The following day... Like Mer- a bandit in the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the following day, when Merle went out to the barn to look for his dog at the approximate position of where the red lights had been, 
he found dog tracks going around in a circle, but not leading off anywhere. He searched for Bandit for a long time following the experience, but never found him. Merle thought that the strange lights from his television set, or the strange noises from his television set, the lights he saw in his field that night, and the disappearance of his dog were related. Did he take drugs? <laughs> I've seen dogs <laughs> run in circles for dumber reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, no. This is a, what, 70s? Are no, we 60s. 60s? Still 60s? No, yeah. this is a 60s hillbilly. This motherfucker drank a pint of moonshine. And went about the rest of his night like it was normal. If Speaking you think sixties hillbillies, <laughs> if you think sixties hillbillies didn't take drugs, uh, that's fair. Merle said that Bandit was a well-trained dog and would have returned back to him otherwise. The story of Merle's experience in his field and the disappearance of Bandit was only printed in the newspaper after the Scarberry and Millette couples reported to see a winged-like man with red eyes or winged-like creature. Sorry, don't mean to go up. They also yeah, claim gender in this. I know. They also claimed that they saw a dead dog in the road on Route 62 that was gone later when they went by. Again. Again. Sorry. <laughs> in an interview with Jeff Wamsley, Merle said Jeff he had, Wham. Yeah, it's Lee. Um, it has an it has an uh, exclamation point after yes. the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he walks in to wake me up before you go go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Merle was Merle said he had sh- he had had strange experiences all throughout his life after this. A week after the sighting, a man knocked on his door saying that he'd driven his car into a ditch while looking for his missing son. The man claimed to have seen a large fast-moving object with flashing lights which passed his car beside the road causing him to run his car into a ditch about a mile. From Mr. Partridge's house. I've done that, but I didn't need a Mothman to do that for me. <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds like a UFO story at this point. Yeah. Merle used his Jeep to pull the car back onto the road and helped him look for his son. The child was found about 200 yards away from Merle's house, walking down the road. The boy supposedly couldn't remember what had happened or where he'd been. The following summer, Merle... Sounds like, how old was this boy? It doesn't say. Mm-hmm. Merle claimed that an incredible... Just his boy. That's the boy, dude. Did you know that Mothman is also called UFO Man? No way. (laughs) No, I read it on Wikipedia. Oh. So it's true. Yes. It's got to be. I did read on Wikipedia that one of the people who popularized and brought it a lot into the forefront was one of the first people who talked about UFOs in the 50s and was also the man who first brought uh, the story of the Men in Black into cultural zeitgeist. Mm. So this man's legacy is... MIB with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it? UFOs? UFOs and U- UFOs and Roswell. And then Mothman. Yes. All right, cool. It, straight Just up, want... I, I walked into Xfinity the other day and they were watching Men in Black 3. A pioneer of his Just on time. the like exactly. they were all gathered around a big screen TV watching Men in Black 3. I've only seen that one one <laughs> time. <laughs> That in and of itself is like a weird alien moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just watching MIB three of obvious like mm, And they, yes. they hear the door Good cinema. Good jingle cinema. and they all like immediately get up and start looking busy. Yeah. You know how people <laughs> you'd do be embarrassed you catch them too, off guard. <laughs> the only thing the only way that story could be worse is if they were watching MIB International. Oh god. <laughs> the what? Excuse me? This yeah, with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yeah, it's the movie where they're like Thor Ragnarok was good. Let's try to make new franchise be better with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. With that exact robot voice. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So, uh, note. Uh, Merle reported to see reflective lights, which were interpreted by newspapers and investigators to be eyes. 
However, in later interviews in the 2000s, Merle clarified that what he saw that night were several intermittent rotating red lights and not eyes. It's capitalized. So it's not. just y- UFOs. How mm-hmm. you know Mothman's eyes don't just like act like, 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 you know, disco balls, but red. It's like in the cartoons <laughs> when they hypnotize people. It yeah. turns into spirals. Yeah, yeah like from uh, Jungle Book. Yeah. That's Snake Boy. Trust in me. Except it'd be like in a moth where it's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> flying into your window repeatedly. It would be with a series. Eyes. It would be a series of confused just, just, thump sounds. <laughs> yep. Is that is that mother? Is that <laughs> thumping into my window? Like... <laughs> so this answer the antidote. Remains Thank a God popular... my neighbors aren't on that side. Yeah. That's why I did it, because I learned that a minute ago. <laughs> so this antidote remains a popular one in the Mothman mythos, especially since it allegedly led to the disappearance of Partridge, Partridge's dog. To this day, some still believe that the fearsome beast took his beloved pet. One evening in August of 1966... No, it wasn't no damn Mothman. I done told y'all it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> or the you know, men in black. I'm pretty sure he just ate his dog. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking his dog probably just ran away. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just got excited and lost. I just you'd imagine going, it won't no damn moth, man. It was aliens. I ain't crazy. I done told y'all I'm not crazy. No, I mentioned the, the dog the dog prince going in circles, but they didn't mention the the, the man prince following him behind. Right. right. <laughs> Bend over, dog. No, sorry. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> Damn it, bandit, get over here. Damn bandit, I'm hungry. So Lawrence Gray was coming uh, on an evening. Oh, my goodness. One evening in August of 1966, Lawrence Gray was coming home from church when he got the strange sense that something was in his house as he approached the steps at around 9.30 p.m. He lived in a small white house on Jefferson Avenue across from the Wesleyan Church. As he entered his house, the feeling of dread grew stronger, but he didn't find anything where he searched when he searched around other Can I just oh say God. this is just a cheating story. This is just <laughs> I walked in and I saw my, I saw someone's car close to my house, never seen it before. And I walked in, I'm feeling a dread as I heard the squeaking of my bed upstairs. <laughs> they, they said it was the squeaking of a bed, but I knew it was the squeaks of the moth man. I have That's you seen Mothman? <laughs> I would clap them cheeks. <laughs> Get over here, Mothman. You golden and when I cheeks. got up into my bedroom, there was just a sweet transvestite up there. <laughs> <laughs> so the feeling of dread grew stronger, but he didn't find anything when he searched searched around other than the hook and style lock on his basement door being unlatched. Lawrence and his family went to sleep around 1030 or 11. What's a hook and style lock? Like the... Where the hook goes into like the eye, like an old school oh, padlock. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, I got you. I got you. Um, Physics. Yeah, like one of them Game of Thrones ones where you open it up instead of like pull it. Yeah, like you just you unlatch it. Yeah, but that's because the guy that was fucking his wife was hiding in the basement. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. So, well, it was just a brown man. <laughs> a brown man with swirling red eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's enticing. So around 3 a.m., he found himself awake and looking out the window by his bedside. It was the red-eyed hat man. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He found himself awake and looking out the window by his bedside as a car pulled into the nearby church and the bright streetlight illuminated the road below. 
Mothman. Where we saw <laughs> Lawrence turned his head to see a six foot tall glowing figure with deep eyes and large wings standing with its shoulders arched. It and its said head tilted. Be not afraid. <laughs> Saying deep eyes makes him sound dreamy. I know. That's I what I was like, thinking. Have you seen the statue? Eyes. Ha- he is yes, dreamy. He's As stories go on, he just gets more and more hot. He does. <laughs> He, at first, he was just a brown man who could fly. Yep. And no, then he was just a brown man. That's yeah. true. <laughs> he was just a brown Already man. Already dreamy. Then, <laughs> right. And then he was, then he had wings. Then he was a bird. Yep. There's <laughs> a, a full ass UFO. There was UFO. Like just a bird. Then he was a UFO. And now he's just an angel. Yeah. Like I want to see. Biblical fucking wrestle the angel angel. <laughs> I want to see the picture that's like the evolution of man where he. Gross, yeah. as he goes, but it's the evolution of Mothman, where I'm at thinking. first he's Tell, just a black guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell Cat to get on that. That's a T-shirt. Okay, heard. So, uh, okay, the figure was described as being lunar in coloration, meaning dirty gray and white, like the surface of the moon. When Lawrence saw the so, being, like marble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When Lawrence saw the being, he was paralyzed and couldn't move or make noise because he was masturbating until the being so said. Be not afraid. I I mean you no harm, mortal. I so, come with word from the Father. I keep saying that. So, <laughs> as he's saying all that, just that noise. It's just like I come with tidings of great joy. And what are you doing? What do you stop that? What are you stop it? <laughs> I'm not cleaning that up. That's a fucking up. Family Guy cutaway if I've ever heard one. <laughs> he was convinced that it was the devil, Lawrence. <laughs> How a really a really hot, a really hot, sexy devil, Dude, sensual, deep-eyed devil. The devil is also always depicted as shredded and hot. Yes, that's true. Think Unless the- he's a serpent or a goat. Never see a well, shredded, a shredded serpent. Serpent with like a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Only on paint drawings. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of <laughs> MS right fucking now. paint. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of too, bud. So Lawrence said when he focused on Bible verses, the creature vanished. They're called Yuan-T in uh, D&D. He just thought really hard about some Bible verses. You and I are the only one in the conversation anymore. Those two have their own. We're gone. We're talking about snake men over here. The encounter with the being was only about 45 seconds. Which is about enough time. It's about enough time. Just like the amount of time that you get to. Yeah, I was. apologize. So Robert, uh, Dr. Robert L. Smith, the Associate Professor of Wildlife Biology at West Virginia, we've already said that, dismissed the notion that a flying monster was staking out the town. There's always going to be, there's no gonna be way. one guy. No the, way. The well-actually motherfucker, the, yep. the goofy-ass Adam Conover. <laughs> Actually. Um, I love Adam Conover. I do, too. Yeah. Instead, he attributed the sightings to the Sandhill Crane, which stands almost as tall as the average man, and has the bright red. Uh, also, um, actually, is Mike Trap. Okay. Also, as the president of the Crane Society, we take so- full offense to being uh, dubbed moths. <laughs> His explanation was compelling, especially given the number of early reports that had described the creature as bird-like. I'm just confused as to how we got to moths from well, birds and UFOs and men. Well, we're getting there. Some people hypothesized that the, this crane was deformed, especially if it resided in the TNT area. It has been—it's su- a radiated crane. Well, it is at least the crane the, the, makes more sense than the heron. Yeah. 
It has been suggested yeah. that the bunkers in this area have leaked toxic material into neighboring wildlife preserves, possibly affecting uh, nearby animals. So like napalm? Like yeah, TNT it was well, stuff? It, yeah, it was like the runoff of stuff. That so made... it's an explosive crane. Yes. Cool. That's a Pokemon. <laughs> another theory. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Combuskin. Uh, another theory. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm dead ass. There is a, there's a, I don't remember what generation it is. I'm old. But there's a starter. Its name is Torchic, and it's just a little tiny chick that is a fucking. It's it's red. Shit, you're right. Then Combuskin is like a chicken thing that kicks real good, but it's also on fire. And then the last one is Blaziken, <laughs> as in a blazing chicken. I always forget about the the middle evolutions, which is why I completely glossed over that. I never mm-hmm. thought about that name until you said a blazing chicken. Yeah, a combustion. Oh, a torched chicken. A combusting chicken and then a blazing chicken. That is the evolution of that starter. It's not an evolution of chickens. It's just an evolution of fire on uh, a yes, chicken. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> God damn it. Another theory suggests that the, cre- the creation of the Mothman was the work of one very committed How prankster. How do you know you're done grilling? Well, it turns to level 32. Char chick. That's the fourth evolution. A charmander. A charred salamander. Get the fuck out of my life. What are these fire names? <laughs> So um was the work of a very committed prankster who went so far as to hide in the abandoned WW2 munitions plant where some of the sightings occurred. This theory posits that when the national press ran with the Mothman story, people who lived in Point Pleasant began to panic. Locals became convinced that they were seeing the Mothman in birds and other large animals even long after the prankster had given up the joke. Oh, there was a there was a boy. A boy did a prank. That's what. That's another theory. He was okay. a brown boy. Yes, a brown boy a brown did boy. a prank. Brown boy did a prank. In it's the worth... '60s, that's dangerous. That's yeah. so dangerous. You better be careful. <laughs> you better now. be. You better be real careful. <laughs> Save the brown boy. <laughs> it's worth noting that the Mothman legend bears a resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who have experienced sleep paralysis. All of which. Oh, so we are back to the Hat Man. We yeah. are back to the Hat Man. I was gonna say all of those demons. Filthy. Yes. They are every so single hot. one. Oh my god. And we all know that they got good tail. They so. got <laughs> All right. Bless. <laughs> he does try. I do. <laughs> I mean, I try to keep it together, but the show just goes off the rails. There are no rails. Don't worry, I'll rant. interrupt you soon anyway. <laughs> no rails. Uh which may suggest that the visions are nothing more than the embodiment of typical human fears. Pulled from the depths of the unconscious and grafted onto real life animal sightings when people panic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, was that interrupting? And then there are the paranormal explanations a morass of complicated theories uh, that weave together aliens, UFOs, and precognition. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that interrupting you? No, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> Mothman? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. uh, These theories paint the Mothman as either a harbinger of doom or, more sinisterly, its cause. A legend that has its roots in the tragedy that befell Point Pleasant shortly after the Mothman arrived. Oh, good. Now we're getting to the real part. On December 15th, 1967, just over a year after the first Mothman sighting, traffic was bad on the Silver Bridge. Oh, this is the one about the movie. Classic Um, Silver Bridge. Yes. Originally built in 1928 to connect Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio, 
If I butchered your name, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's Ohio. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, no. Not a single not, motherfucker. No one. It's Ohio. Even in Ohio, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Not a single Ohioan cares. A whole field of potatoes just sighed. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I heard the plant it. babies just sighed. <laughs> the plant babies are ecstatic. <laughs> I heard a, an ad for like moving to Ohio and their website for like trying to promote people moving to Ohio is called more than cornfields.com. <laughs> I, I was like, it was between that. It was like, it just says, please. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes life is more of a parody. Yes. Than a parody could ever be true. It's like the old South Park episode. Welcome to Iowa. We're sorry. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, it does remind me of blackpeoplemeet.com. Or perhaps FarmersOnly.com. I joined <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, of course you did. It was just... <laughs> you had to. It was funny enough, funny enough, crazy, it was crazy. It was just everyone from Tinder. That's oh all my God. <laughs> yeah, it's the same people on every single fucking app, dog. Yeah, it's the same. That's because you can't tell me that when you go to download a dating app, you just download one dating app. You got to spread your portfolio. You got to spread your seed. Is there a dating app for Mothman and or cryptids? I guarantee you there is. Oh, there definitely is. I'm pretty sure there's Uh, a You have a girlfriend. Remember that. Yeah, but she ain't no cryptid. (laughs) Cryptidsonly.com. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Mothmanonly.com. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Brown man. It's just a bunch account. of dudes cosplaying as what is the name Arthur from the Tick? I don't know. Never watched yeah. the Tick. You never watched the Tick? No. How is it that that was your generation and everybody else in this room knows about the Tick except for you? You're forgetting Boomerang. Boomerang happened for See, us. See, no, I watched it on old like bootleg VHS tapes well, that my dad had. Okay, um, that's okay. Fair. Around the time that the Tick came out, I was more into. Um, like the X Files and Mystery Science Theater. That ah was yes, mm. you were you were starting to develop your lifelong unhealthy obsession with horror. Just yes. a quick update. So I typed in cryptids dating on uh, Google Play. That's dangerous. And the first thing that came up was Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> what is Hinge? It's a dating app. Yeah, okay. like, yeah it's it's just Hinge. Uh, followed by Love it's, Esquire RPG slash dating sim Yang Yang Mobile. Thank you. It's supposed to be classy <laughs> Tinder. They don't sponsor Ooh. us. Censor that. Censor that. <laughs> Cut that out. So <laughs> the, on the on December 15th, the traffic on the Silver Bridge was bad, and as a result, the bridge was packed with cars. Now, this placed a strain on the bridge, which had um, been built in the time when cars were, uh, were lighter. The Model T Ford had weighed just 1,500 pounds. Oh, a modest shit. sum compared to 1967 average for a car of 4,000 I never considered that engineering issue. We yeah. used to make cars out of steel, and that happened after we invented cars for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know a funny story about the Model T? They used to, co- um, they used to shove uh, in their, um, the cushions of their car. They put Spanish moss in there, but no one told what? Ford... That you're supposed to fumigate that moss. Yeah, because otherwise you, you get it. like red bugs. And so the Model T actually had to be the first car to ever have a full recall because everyone was getting bit by bugs. Holy shit. See, if they had gone the moth wing route. Wow. Yeah. It would have been softer. Fuck. Yeah, just cover your, your, your seats in moths. Yeah. You know, of all the things that I would have predicted had gone wrong on the first car. Because, you know, there's got to be something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. there's always a problem with your first release of any product. 
But like, I did. Not I would think never bugs. have predicted bugs. Yep. Yeah, literal bugs. I'd have predicted bugs. So speaking of, <laughs> the, the bridge's <laughs> engineers hadn't been particularly imaginative, nor had they been especially cautious when creating the structure. The bridge's design featured very little redundancy, meaning that if one part failed, there was almost nothing in place to prevent other parts from failing as well. We used to live life on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I live like that right now. <laughs> I mean, as a society, we used to do that shit way more. Oh, yeah, the- definitely right now, if one part of my life fails, so will every other part. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Me too, bud. That's my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cold December day, that is exactly what happened. Without my heart failed? No. Oh. Without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain snapped, and the bridge, its careful equilibrium disturbed, fell to pieces, plunging cars and pedestrians into the icy water of the Ohio River. Oh, is this a Mothman Savior story Ooh. where he saves people? No. No. <laughs> no, he predicted it, though. 46 oh. people died, either by drowning or being crushed by the wreckage. Following the Mothman sightings... I'm surprised nobody freezed to death. Ohio's fucking cold. Yeah, but it's Ohio. They don't even care about the cold, dog. <laughs> There's no context. They're just like yeah. saying, oh, but it's Ohio. Yeah. Uh, we already said Ohioans don't give a fuck. They're they like were the like, honey oh. badger. <laughs> water's, water's a bit chilly. So following it's a bit cold, eh? <laughs> a bit nipply. I uh, don't know why I went Irish. Uh, following the also nipply. <laughs> nipply, whatever. Following the Mothman sightings, the bridge collapsed and this was the second terrible and bizarre thing to put Point Pleasant on the map in a year's time, so it didn't take long for some to connect the two. In 1975, author John Keel conflated the Mothman sightings and the bridge disaster while creating his book, The Mothman Prophecies. He also incorporated UFO activity. Uh, his story took hold and the town soon became iconic among conspiracy theorists, ufologists, or ufologists... I guess is how you pronounce it. I don't really. know which they prefer. And Oof- fans, ufologists. There you go. Ufoliage. And the fans of paranormal. Correct. Unidentified foliage. Yes. Yeah. Point Pleasant's fame as the home of the Mothman legend hasn't waned in recent decades. No, uh, they have a museum now, don't they? Yeah. In 2002, yeah. a yeah. movie. People fully it's believe really in sexy. Mothman still. I yeah. bet. Yeah. yeah. It's full of just Mothman <laughs> dildos. <laughs> <laughs> so- well, so so so's your mom. <laughs> Ruben, stop! My mom listens to the show. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, I didn't mean it. I I didn't mean it. So point. <laughs> he meant it. You've met my mother. In two thousand yeah, <laughs> in two thousand two, a movie based on Keel's book rekindled interest in the Mothman. In the Mothman prophecy film, Richard Gere plays a reporter whose wife seems to seems to have witnessed the Mothman shortly before her death. He finds himself inexplicably in Point Pleasant several years later with no clue of how he got there. It's Silent Hill, but a Mothman. Yes. Yeah. I'm here for Which that. Which is fucking awesome. That, that sounds sick. great. And That's he, the that, dude, best mod that anybody could ever make for Silent Hill. That sounds really good. Exist. And he's not the only one having trouble explaining himself. As several locals experience premonitions of distant disasters, there's talk of visitation from a mysterious figure called the Mothman. The film, a supernatural horror and mystery, offers no conclusions, communicating instead an eerie feeling of disjointedness that was both panned and praised by critics. Most notably, the film popularized the image of the Mothman as a harbinger of doom. Um, the idea of the, the, the thing I know most about uh, Mothman is from Adventure Time. Okay. Or not Adventure Time. Um, 
right? Adventure Zone. Show? The uh, McElroy, po- yeah, the yeah, second yeah, 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 yeah. one. What was uh, the second one called? The, uh, shit. It was Balance, and then it was Sanctuary. Mm. I don't remember, but it was the it was the second one. The Monster of the Week. The Monster version, of the Week yeah. one. Really good. Um, when they met Mothman, he was like a like a seer. He would. You know, warn people of stuff. What the fuck? Are, what happened? Fucking gnat just flew in my mouth. Oh, that's I bad. Have gnats? Yeah. Josh, you live in Florida. You can't. <laughs> you can't get rid of them. Yeah, I don't usually see them. <coughs> Hold on, it's in the back of my throat. Oh, oh that's God. bad. I'll keep talking about Adventure Zone then. How about that? Anyway, in that in that um, Griffin McElroy, I believe is the fuck. DM for that one. What did you Google, Will? And he. I'm on DeviantArt right now, and I googled Mothman. <laughs> so I'm showing them a photo of someone who deviant arted something called Moth Mom. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> wow. Alright. Anyway, um This will continue. It he was a like a yeah, he was like a prophet, basically. Yeah. And that was what I knew about Mothman. Yeah. And he lived in a trailer. And he lived in a, like a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea that this the visitations from the Mothman predicted disaster led some to make ties to the Chernobyl disaster of 1986, the Mexican swine flu outbreak of 2009, and the 2011 nuclear disaster in Fukushima, Japan. How are we accrediting all of this what to the Mothman? Fuck is, yeah, to this man. <laughs> <laughs> is that a man? That's Mothman, man. <laughs> That's a big brown man right there. A, will you please, that is a big brown man. Will you please save that picture and send it to me? Absolutely. Whether these sightings are real or not, the Mothman uh, can still be seen in Point Pleasant uh, today in the form of a historical museum and also in the form of a 12-foot-tall chrome-polished statue. Jacked statue with absolutely caked-up statue. (laughs) Oh, my God, the abs. Complete with massive still wings and ruby red eyes. Furthermore, you don't bring up the abs? Never mind, I'm sorry, go on. Sorry, this is, I didn't get it out of the, the Hustler uh, article they had. <laughs> Furthermore, it was jugs. Thank oh, you very much. <laughs> Furthermore, a festival commemorating the Mothman's visit has taken place annually for years. A fun celebration that attracts locals and tourists alike. Every September, the festivities celebrate one of America's strangest local legends that still has people scratching their heads to this day. Um, Does it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're doing a fucking episode. Fuck we yeah. explained why the bridge failed. It's just <laughs> literally a math problem. But Mothman knew it. Yeah. Okay. He knows math. He was the harbinger of sorrow. He's the harbinger of math. The harbinger of sorrow is a really good name for like an enemy in fucking Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh my God. Can you imagine walking up on like a dragon named like Eldrithar, the harbinger of sorrow? <laughs> and it's just Mothman. Yeah, that would be that would be a DLC somebody did, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a giant dragon into this like dude with like wings, like <laughs> it's literally just, just waving. Hi, just moth squeak sounds. <laughs> you can beat him really easily if you start the bonfire that happens to be in oh the fucking God. area. It flies towards. It just goes towards it. <laughs> At like increasing speed, like oh, I want that. Oh, I have to have. I have to have that. Oh. All the way into it. 
Yep. An enemy so, defeated. So the Mothman resurfaced in Horror 2000. slain. <laughs> the Mothman resurfaced in 2011 in Chicago and was sighted in the city till about 2017. In Chicago? In Chicago. <laughs> yeah, he was just blown he through the city. fucking commuted? Yeah. <laughs> and there were even reports that he was spotted in Ukraine shortly before the Chernobyl explosion. But, Get the fuck out of here. But more people believe uh, <laughs> believe that to be the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Ah, uh, what? Yeah, the Blackbird oh, of Chernobyl. Oh, yeah, that's a whole separate myth. A similar cryptid to the Mothman, who was also to believe to be the Harbinger of Doom. Well, that's different than Sorrow. Yeah. I know. Everyone is doomed. Yeah. Just a big bird giving the middle finger to everyone. <laughs> Y'all dead. You, you Mothman's just, like, look out. It, the, it the, ha- bra- the bridge is... Fucked up. <laughs> it had that he wings. said it like. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is that tapping on my what window? What is that? What is? Oh, oh, oh! There's like a homeless man. Why is he wearing wings? Get out of here! Go! You just shoot away the real Mothman, and then and then you die. Later I live that on day. the second story. How was he at my window? Wait. <laughs> oh shit! He was, was saying that... something about plumbing. <laughs> Josh, <are> you okay? <laughs> And that's it. That's the Mothman. Uh, take him or leave him. I think Will will take him. I will take him. I'll, hey. Hey, we. <laughs> Again. Whether you're taking or giving, we know that everybody wants Mothman. Everybody wants to fuck the Mothman. Oh, my God. I just Googled a bunch of deviant art on Mothman. People are <laughs> horny. Are you I kidding? bet you. I bet you a month's worth of Patreon I can find a fanfic about Mothman. I sent you the photo. I, I would never photo. take yes, that, that bet, Josh. So I've been on some uh uh fucking what the hell were we just saying fanfic pages you know that somebody has written in this called something lame like on the wings of love or Mm -hmm. on the wings of the moth yes all you got to do is go to one of the what are the fucking sites now i blame moonlight lover Mm. no there's um i walked the streets at night in chicago one night and all i heard behind me was I turned to see two spiraling red eyes just just ramming into a light post. And I said, God damn, those abs. <laughs> oh, fuck me. And he looked at me and he said, hey, don't cross that bridge. And then fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> archive, of our, archive of our own. That's the one I was thinking of. That's hey, guys, I did find uh, Mothman Erotica. And this is a long story so that means you know somebody it. has thought for months does it say how many pages um if i were to copy and paste this into word at a at a 13 font this would definitely be like seven or eight pages Holy wow bro. it's a short episode <laughs> <laughs> if we'd seriously go two towns over after dark <laughs> this has definitely got to be like a sequel then we would just read this yeah there you go We'll have to bring Will back for the uh, moth porn. He said, pulling out the knife. <laughs> it's it's time for you to pay your price. Oh. I, yeah. Of course. So you did two episodes with us. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So um, That's double the price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you plan on having children? God, no. Well, then this will be fine. I bless. Uh, again, drop your pants. This world yes. is awful and bad. Why would I subject the child to that? Country roads. 
Take me home. Kathleen's nails raked his back and brought him to the present. He was anyway. Like us on Facebook. (laughs) This is perfect. We got the sultry Western country road with somebody raking the back of the Mothman. Oh, it gets it gets vulgar. All right, you just keep singing that on a loop, Will. Take me home. She was positioned against the wall now, legs open. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. His cock poised against. Take me home. Okay, all right. Mothman home. Anyway, <laughs> uh, before we do the closing, I got a. We got an update. Uh, it was actually. Where's my phone? Oh my uh, it was sent to me, and it's actually an update about the very first episode we ever did. Oh. Yes, it's a Slenderman stabbing update. <laughs> I know. Oh, really? I'm excited too. Did one of Did one of the girls get out of jail? Actually, yes. But to oh. ask, it was one the it was the same with the two girls, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably the one that was declared insane, or both of them were declared insane. Okay, I couldn't remember. Although uh, a niece was it a niece? Uh, um. And Nia, hold on. Uh, the second of the two Wisconsin women, because they are women now, yeah, it's been who were yeah, sent to a fuck. state mental facility after the 2014 stabbing attack of a sixth grade classmate that they claimed uh, was to appease the horror character Slenderman, is petitioning for her release. Ah. Morgan Geyser asked Waukesha County Judge Michael Boren on June 14th to order her release, as he did last year for her co-defendant, Anissa Weir who spent nearly four years at a mental health facility in Oshkosh. During oh, a hearing, what yes. are these names? I know. It's Wisconsin. Dude, na- <laughs> <laughs> names are our favorite part of this show. Yes. It's so funny. You don't even know nothing about Jimbo Shrump. You don't Jim- even know shit about Jimbo Shrump. And SCP Pete. And Sassafras Charlie. Sassafras Charlie. Sassafras Charlie. Is that how he says it? Yes. Every time, baby. Uh, according to prosecutors, Geyser and Weir. Okay, we know that. Uh, Geyser pleaded guilty to attempted first degree intentional homicide in a deal with prosecutors and a judge sent her to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. I love that it's called Winnebago so much and I'm picturing an entire health institute that is inside of an RV. Uh-huh. It just has a big wood I'm panel literally on the side. Imagining, it mental health. I'm literally imagining like an RV campground. That like is the one just, I used to live in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like that. But like, but every room is a patient's room. And the the one up front is like the cabin where you got to go check in. Yeah. So, um, Weir, 20, pleaded guilty to attempted second degree intentional homicide and was also sent to the psychiatric facility after a jury found she was suffering from a mental illness at the time of the attack. Last September, Weir was granted a conditional release to live with her father and was ordered to wear a GPS monitor. Some restrictions are likely if Boren's orders Geiser's release. So, yeah, they're getting out. So wow. that's, that's well, one recent. of them is already out. Yeah, one of them's already out. And I can't remember. I think Anissa Weir was the one who actually stabbed. And Morgan was the one who held her down. So it's odd that the one who actually did the stabbing got out before the one who mm-hmm. just held her down. So do you think they'll do it again? Or do you think they're over the trend? I think they're over the trend. I think so. Yeah. Slenderman is kind of, you know, gone by the wayside. Yeah, this is yeah. one of those where the, she survived the stabbing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She did. This Barely. is one of those where it's like, they were children and like sort of brainwashed almost. Yeah. Yeah. They like brainwashed each other. Right. Basically. You know how kids do. Yeah. Right? 
and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I feel like these young women should probably get a chance to live a normal life. Right. But at the same time, I don't know, like, how I feel about them just being out and about. Well, they're not. There's restrictions. Well, there's restrictions, but eventually they might be able to be out and about. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sure one of the conditions is you don't get together with Anissa. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely never allowed contact. Oh, Oh, certainly not. And stay away from... Peyton, the victim. God, that's yes. what I'm saying. Is like the yeah. That's like the one stipulation they don't have. They forgot yeah. to put it in. <laughs> it's like, don't, please don't approach the victim. Did you put that in? Shit. Uh, um. Uh. Oh, we'll we'll amend it. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm sure they can't watch creepy pastas anymore. <laughs> They're not allowed to listen to our show. Yeah. They can't even eat pasta anymore. No, they can't. No, no, no. Absolutely creepy. Tangy. They can't celebrate Halloween. Even. Creamy. Yeah. No, oh no. man. Nope. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. Yeah. Well, anyways. So, um, but before we do all the sign-offs, will yes. do you have shit to plug? I would love to plug it. So this coming, you would love to plug Mothman. I'm gonna plug Mothman later. <laughs> <laughs> Them cheeks. Anyway, uh, I am Will Wiley. You can find me on Instagram at Will. O.H. Wiley, and you can also find me on Twitter at the same ha- handle. Uh, and then also, I'm going to be at the Alhambra Diner and Theater for, was it, two, two Angry Old Men? Yeah. It's two just Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy. That's grumpy right. Old I should know. I'm in the play. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if you're in Jacksonville, come by and see it. Yeah, the Alhambra. It's a pretty cool place. You get a, a meal. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. There's a and, show. And Will sits out there and goes, I'm a Grumpy Old Man. I just actually, I go out there and just talk about uh, Mothman, but in that accent. <laughs> Have you seen his fucking ash? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's oh uh, my god! Yeah, it's actually a very invasive performance too. Yes. It's yeah. he gets in your face, and yet the chefs cook a delicious meal. So come by, and grab one, and uh, let me send you deviant art of Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that on your Instagram. You just gave everybody the address. I actually did send in the middle of this. I sent <laughs> yes. one to Josh. Yes, I have it. <laughs> is, is it along the lines of what you were reading? No. Okay. Um, no, it's mommy, much sexier. It's Mommy Mothman. <laughs> she thinks my Mothman's Moth sexy. Moth Mama. Moth Mommy. So, um, <laughs> oh my God. That sounded like Hot Pocket. <laughs> Moth Mommy. <laughs> it's a great send off. <laughs> so, we have an affiliate now. Um, yeah, we have an affiliate link for the first time ever. Yeah, if you are interested in what we discussed today, uh, the book, The Mothman Prophecies, is on Audible, and we are now affiliated with Audible. This it, is one that I've talked about before. I fucking love Audible. Yes. I use it almost daily. This is not an official sponsorship yet, but we have an affiliate link for you, which will help us help you help yes. us. Yes, it is audibletrial.com forward slash pod. If you sign up, uh, you will get uh, three books. Uh, three your, books? It says, try our three-book 30-day free trial. Three books? Yeah, you get any two books plus a bonus VIP book in your free trial. Basically, you get a credit and you get, there's Audible free ones if you're a member. Ah. So, 300,000 bestsellers, new releases, and classic favorites. You can cancel any time during your free trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you like it, you can enjoy access to 100-plus million podcast episodes, of which we are on Audible. Yeah, we're on Audible. Yes, uh, we at are. least a couple of you guys probably already listened to us on yep. Audible. 
And uh, there's which means you can't sign up for the free trial to help us. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, this is new new uh, subscriptions only. Make yes. a fake email. <laughs> <laughs> Make two even. However many you feel like, do some bots. I don't care. Yeah, make some bots and subscribe. No, then then they might cancel us, and then they'll never actually sponsor us. That's yeah. true. True. Maybe don't make bots. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruben listens to uses Audible. Um, often. he loves it often. Often, I have I definitely I have used a free trial of Audible before. Yeah, no, I, I pay for that shit. I, I haven't I haven't paid for it yet, but uh, I have I own a few audiobooks on Audible, like Unwound, which is a great young adult series. I own um, a lot of Brandon Sanderson stuff. I own, um, oh, I just finished Jim Butcher's Codex Alera, which I'd never read before. That's a really good series. Um, I also have a lot of Neil Gaiman and. What was that? A lot of, I don't know. I just, I'd be reading fantasy. Yep. And like I said, if you enjoyed The Mothman, you want to get deeper into Mothman. <laughs> But don't look at me directly in the eye after you say that. If you want to get deeper into Mothman, that Will, was two of them. I can recommend you a great erotica about it. Yes. I don't know if that's on Audible, though. you got to go to archiveofourown.com slash um, Mothman, Mothman penis. taint. Yes. Does Mothman's penis, does it have the moth dust on it? I don't. It better. I, no, it's it's all gone now. He's used it too much. Oh. Uh. Too many prophecies. Too many. Bridges. That's what every time he commutes, it's so that he can um, regain the dust on his dick, so that he can make yeah, his new it's, prophecy. Ah. It's like the sun when it goes down; he has to dip his dick in the ether on yeah. the other side of the ice wall. Yep. To That's come back up and and and. Because, as we yeah. all know, the Earth is disc shaped. Yes, and that's how Mothman is able to travel so quickly. He doesn't have to do the circumference. Finally, it all makes perfect it's sense. It's all coming together. Thank you, Mothman. Thank yes. you, Mothman, for your sacrifice. Thank you. And thank you, Flat Earthers, for exposing the truth. Yes. Uh, Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash two towns. Oh, no, TTO pod. Uh, rate us. Uh, we can get ratings on Spotify. And the ratings help the algorithm. Yes. If you want us to have even better sound quality and uh, even... And also live. Two of the three of us are basically unemployed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am super unemployed. Um, we would love the help. Yeah. Yeah. I like I'll, to be able to afford groceries. And you, you don't have to pay us. You just have to just rate us a, five stars yeah, so we just, get in the algorithm so other people pay us. Right. right exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it'll improve the, the quality of the show, so we I get guess. get a little bit of money from Audible. Um, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash two towns over. You have to enter that in the search bar. You cannot search for us because we I don't say, know if you noticed, but we are explicit content. Yes. <laughs> we say naughty things about Mothman's grundle. I said Mothman's cock. I know you did. Yeah, I'm you said it hard. Sure. You <laughs> went hard on that K. <laughs> I, 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 I could not wait to read that line. Mothman's cock. <laughs> that was a hard K on it that It was. One. And um, so, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash two towns over. Some of our lovely, lovely patrons who we appreciate more than anyone else in the world currently include Muddy Blary, Katie Reitzel, Amanda Galilli, Jonathan Brada, Carly, Whitney Ketchum, Erica Ingle, John D., Luis Navidad, 
Beth Lawrence, Pat Zabrowski, Amy Rennie, Gina Arnold, Jordan Whitley, who also, if you listened earlier, did uh, suggest uh, an episode for our hometown hates, and our newest uh, Patreon or patron, Eric Aaron Rutledge. Sorry, the thing got smeared. Um, if you want to get your name, yes, called- we have you all in a whiteboard in the studio now. Your Why names are white? in our studio. It's called a fucking whiteboard, Don. Well, it is white. Yeah, white and it is a board because a blackboard has chalk. Hey, this is a eraser marker. Let's not get crazy. Thank you, Aaron Rutledge, <laughs> for your for your sponsor. Thank yeah. you, Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. Yes, for your PBS <laughs> announcement. My pleasure. <laughs> if you join, um, if you join Patreon at our basic tier, you will get the call out. That's a two dollar tier. $5 tier gets you our midweek episode, or not a midweek episode, our epi- our main episode one week early. That's right, y'all. Patrons heard this shit a week ago. That's what are right. y'all doing? You had to wait a whole extra week? That's $200 patrons will get a random deviant art of Mothman from Will Wiley himself. <laughs> we already discussed this. $200 patrons get to gargle my dick. Yeah. <laughs> Two hundred and one dollar patrons. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I just. Prices. I can't right believe you. you just prices righted me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, Get your dog spayed and neutered. And our ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> our ten dollar tier gets bonus uh, uh, episodes, including Ruben's rants when he's ready to. And Soon we're going to talk about a recent thing that happened. Yes. Yeah. And uh, possibly a mm-hmm. uh, One Piece um, podcast. Yeah, if, we're definitely going to we're going to sample a a podcast where Josh finally reads One Piece after we're being probably worn gonna down call it, for years. It's about pirates. <laughs> yes, Mark was a big part of wearing me down on One Piece. It took meeting with Ruben weekly to finally get worn down enough to actually do it though. I'll never stop. Never stop. I'll never mm-hmm. stop. Have never you read it? I never have. stop, Are never you stop. Up? I'm caught up. Isn't that the craziest shit ever? I love One it's Piece. It's so good. Hi, I'm Sharknado 3's Will Wiley, and I love One Piece. Fuck yes. <laughs> you are so screwed if you ever get another movie role. I hope I do. Because <laughs> um, it's going to be great. Uh, he can still be Sharknado 3's you've, Will you've Wiley. You've got to be in the credits as Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. That's my full name. I That's your it. full stage name. And yeah. I will you be... could probably legally change your name to Sharknado, Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. It's yeah. so good. I love it. <laughs> And you also get bonus uh, episodes like behind the scenes and where we just have little friendly chats. Uh, Hopefully we can talk Will into sticking around and maybe doing a real quick one because it has been a while since we've given our patrons anything good. I'll give them a quick one. Wow. Wow. I'll give them a quick (laughs) one. Yeah. We need to give them that good, hard moth dust dick. I just want to make it clear that most of our listeners are women. This is true. So... You know, considering the recent decision, we should maybe consider uh, not threatening the women that listen to us. <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap up. On anyway, the- shout out to the plant moms. They're my favorite. Yeah. Bye. Oh, hold on. Fucker. No, I won't. <laughs> that was just himself leaving. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. was me. I'm gone now. Goodbye. 
Um, that was sensual. Yeah. So the idea is <laughs> this whole episode's keep, been sensual. It, it sure has been. <laughs> this is probably the most sexual episode, and we have done episodes where men fuck vacuum cleaners. So <laughs> I would say that men is a strong word well, boy, for what happened in that episode. Cleaners. Have you ever seen a Dyson ball with a six pack and a golden ass and wings? <laughs> I don't think so. If you go on DeviantArt, you can. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I've seen the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save this for the mid or the <laughs> bonus episode. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're, that is that's the perfect place to stop. I've been Don. I've been Ruben. I've been Josh. I've been Shark Nato Three. Is Will Wiley? Fuck cancer, and we will see you guys next time. Fuck Bye. cancer. Fuck Be cancer. good to yourselves, guys.